They call me Dr. Jones. Gentlemen, it's Poe Boys Podcast. I'm your host this evening, Jody B. Along with a couple of my brothers from Twitter, we got Mr. Tony Motherfucking Rager. From what is up? Yeah. And uh, from Houston, Texas, this dirty brother, one bad motherfucker as well, Mr. B Rob. What's up, dude? Man, I ain't from motherfucking Houston. You're not from Houston. I'm not from there. You currently reside in Houston, motherfucker. There you go. That's how you should have introduced me. Currently, he currently resides in Houston. Right now, he's down in the swamp land, hanging out with his motherfucking family to finna get their Easter on tomorrow. Man, that's me. Y'all, y'all cooking turkey or ham? No, they got the ham. Hmm. Big ham hulk. How about uh, beans, greens, uh, tomatoes? Potatoes, tomatoes. Potatoes. You name it. (laughs) (laughs) They got all that shit. It makes me fucking hungry. I just finished eating. I had, I went and had ribeye for lunch. That's a ribeye steak. I grilled it up. looked pretty. It was tasty. And then... I had some pizza. <laughs> see, see, this is the downfall of me coming home or whatever. Um, when I went and did my physical for my my current uh, employment, um, they said my blood pressure was a little high. I mean, I don't have a history of it or whatever, but since getting out of the military, I hadn't been eating right, so it's more of a dietary thing. So go see my doctor. He gave me some uh, blood pressure medication, told me to change up my diet and everything so I can be right for whenever I go do my physical for my job. So did that shit. I'm good to go. And I still got a little bit of blood pressure medicine left. So I've been taking that and eating right and, you know, drinking lots and lots and lots of water, not drinking all that Gatorade. I'm just, it's more or less water. But I get a little bit of Pedialyte in me and all that other bullshit. But I come home. And I go from eating, like, a grilled chicken breast, and now I'm here eating fucking fried chicken gizzards and livers and <laughs> motherfucking goddamn sausages and goddamn custom-made-to-order pizzas with shrimp and all kind of other bullshit on it. Shrimp? Shrimp on shrimp. pizza, man. Man, this is the South, homeboy. Louisiana, baby. This is all mean, that bullshit. You have to make sense. I'm not mad at it. No, I'm just probably. saying I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar. I got need, I need to heard. educate myself. Never heard. Yeah, well, they got this. They got this uh, pizza place down here in the mall. It's called uh, Pizza Artista, Ooh. and it's just it's, it's like pizza Subway style. Like you go up to the little counter and shit. You tell them what type of dough you want. They got traditional uh, whole wheat and motherfucking gluten free. Oh, whole wheat. And then, yeah, I don't know. I didn't nah. eat that shit. Then they got, um, you can pick your, uh, they got a variety of motherfucking sauces. And then, you know, you can just go all out with the topping. Since we in Louisiana, they got all kind of southern shit. They got like shrimp, goddamn yeah. anchovies, and all kind of other bullshit. Putting Tony Saturdays on your pizza. Hell yeah. They got spicy sauce, all that shit. So I had, <laughs> so I had some shrimp pizza with motherfucking garlic. 
and got them. Yeah, what kind of sauce is it? Like Alfredo sauce on it, or do they put like marinara sauce, like pizza sauce? Yeah, they they got that. You can pick Alfredo sauce. You can pick marinara. They got a. What did you do? Their own special <laughs> blend called a spicy sauce, which is an extra spicy. Yeah. Um, they got buffalo sauce, all kind of shit. Hmm. And you just walk through the little window, just like at Subway, but it's pizza, and you just like. I put fucking that shit love. Down. I love pizza. I can eat pizza every day. I could do it. It's the greatest. I eat the cheap shit all the time, you know. Pizza Hut. Most of the time. So it's like the good pizza. I get down. Yeah, Caesars. That's my my low budget. Everybody talks shit, but I've been eating Little Caesars. I've been eating Little Caesars pizza for 25 goddamn years, and there ain't nothing I can do about it. That crazy bread. Slap down a twenty dollar bill and you can feed a whole house party. Lock yeah. I like I like Papa John's though. I, like Papa I don't fuck with Papa John's. Why not? I like it. it's good. It's got. I, I mean, it's deli- the the garlic butter is the shit. But if Papa John's could figure out to leave their fucking pizza in the oven five more minutes, well, you don't yeah. want to five more minutes. Uh, Look, I never had that problem. I say well done too when I order something online. I say, listen, bitch, five more minutes. And they don't do the shit, and I get this the supreme with all the shit on it, and you pick it up, and it just the shit falls off because it's just never fucking cooked. But that garlic butter, the shit, that's the only reason. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, Little Caesars has it now. They have it now. They do. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I'm saying I don't fuck with uh, Papa John's because I mean the pizza is delicious. Don't get me wrong. But it's, uh, it was some stuff that I read about, because they had like a side-by-side comparison between the owner of Papa John's and the owner of Little Caesars. Oh, yeah, I've seen um, that, too. Yeah, yeah. You've seen that shit? Yeah. Yeah, on the moral, moral standpoint, yeah. Fuck yeah, Little Caesars, that dude's the shit. That dude's tight. He don't, yeah, he's paying Rosa Parks rent for all that, just about all of life. Yep. And, and And nobody knew about it until this whole bullshit propaganda started. Yeah, everybody trying to be all politically correct and virtue signaling. Like, look how good I am. Look, how, I'm a good person. I fucking love you. I love everybody. Everybody deserves love. That type of person. Uh, fucking hippies. <laughs> hey, I, I I've been called a modern hippie. Less so now without beards, but whatever. Yeah, what led to that, man? Why is your beard not on your face no more? I know why mine is gone. I had a Britney Spears moment. I just I just woke up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, fuck this. And I just shaved it off. Somebody was going to take your kids, so you had to shave your beard off. <laughs> Brush my teeth. Man. No, I feel it's springtime. You got to cut that shit off your face. Let it get some air. I'm prepping. You, know, you don't want the stinky face, man. I'm just prepping for my new job that I'm probably going to get. I don't know. I might start working security for this grocery Hey, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, hey, Rob. Get carry it. How's your, how's your first fucking week of uh, back to work been, motherfucker? Man, that shit was easy, man. Does it feel good to be back in the saddle again, dude? I know you were out for a little bit. Yeah, it feels good to be a gangster. That's all. Man, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. This fucking guy. This fucking so fucking guy. good. That's my shit, Rob. You're taking me back, bro. Yeah, man, it's just orientation this week and next week. I mean, 
I never shot a Glock before, so I mean it was uh, pistol familiarization. And when shit, once I got it down, the first day of the range, man, I was in there like fucking okay corral. Just like draw, I'm like pow pow pow, all in the middle. <laughs> do you do what I told you to do? What did you tell me to do? Uh, you told me a lot of shit to do. Like, you know, you remember when you told me to do that thing where I put my leg up on the dresser? <laughs> yeah, I tried it. <laughs> Fucking guy. Trying to help you out with life, man. Just, you Yo, know, yeah. I appreciate the fact that you lay back and take it, though. You can fight me. You gonna blow your shit at No, I remember I told you the other day you need to put one center mass right on the spot, the sweet spot, and then look at somebody and go, pussy juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but see, look, check this the caliber of class we had in there. It's like, here I am. I'm 35. I'm retired out of the military shit. But I go in there, and I look around at this table. There's nine of us in this class, and they got a dude in there. I mean, you can tell he's older than me. He got a gray in his mustache. But that don't mean shit, because I got gray in my fucking beard and shit. But... He was talking about he went through boot camp and all kind of shit in the 80s. And I'm like, oh, shit, I was born in the 80s. He got, got his ass beat then. And then um, they got another female in there. And she didn't look old, but she was talking about, oh, well, yeah, I went through in 85. I was like, God damn, I was three years old. <laughs> damn. So and they in there talking all kind of shit, swapping all kind of old stories. Then they had a guy in there that was just retired from the police force after 22 years. And um, they had another lady who was in the Air Force and all kind of other bullshit. And, you know, civilian life, especially in a civilian workforce for me, is a culture shock because, like, this is orientation. They're giving us classes and telling us what we're going to be doing on the job and we're doing um, familiarization with the Glock. So me, being military-minded and everything, I'm coming in ready to receive the information so I can go do what the fuck I need to do. So... Class started at 8 o'clock, and I'm waiting for the instructor to start, you know, kicking knowledge and shit. And this dude is in there for the first 20 minutes just jawjacking with everybody, man. And I was like, give me the knowledge, motherfucker. I'm ready to do some work. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it caught, and then one of them two motherfuckers I was just telling you about was like, oh, yeah, I remember this, blah, blah, blah. And them two got in conversation with the motherfucking instructor which had nothing to do with the motherfucking Glock familiarization <laughs> and they were talking for like 30 fucking minutes here it is after 9 o'clock and we ain't learned shit about the motherfucking Glock and I'm like what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> I'm here to learn god damn it pull your head out of your ass <laughs> and it took like it took were y'all actually were y'all shooting or were y'all just doing like demos and shit like that? Well, day one was just familiarization and everything. And yeah, yeah. hands on and shit. Yeah. yeah. Tuesday to Friday we sh well Tuesday to Thursday we shot. That was all practice, and Friday we qualified, which I passed that shit no problem. Yeah, easy shit. And um, you need to look back and say pussy juice, pussy juice. What but, is um, this strange oil? <laughs> but, yeah, the instructor was uh, older. He had uh, all kind of shit going on, man. He had a uh, open heart surgery not too long ago. I mean, he was a bigger fellow. So, I mean, he was having a couple of issues when he was out there evaluating us and everything. So me, the guy that was in for 22 years of, with the police force, and the older gentleman that I was telling you about, um, we was like the high shooters and shit. You know, we shot pretty good. So day two of instruction, the instructor come to us and was like, hey, 
the ones that's having problems, I want you three to help me out. You go through and give them some tips and shit. That's that shit they I did like, in the range when we went to the range. Every yeah. time we went to the range, anytime people were sucking, the people who always hit expert had to go help. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, no problem. So I'm giving the, chick, the girl that I was helping out all kinds of tips and tricks and all kind of stuff. But what I didn't notice is, like, I could see all the shit she was doing wrong, but it didn't really dawn on me because, I mean, I never really taught nobody no marksmanship skills or anything like that. Right. Her hands were fucking small, and she couldn't grip the pistol right and, like, pull the trigger properly. So that was her biggest issue. I mean, everything did else you say, was Did you say that to her, or did you just have to kind of beat around the bush? No, I didn't know it. I didn't. I, it wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> grasping what was going on or whatever. Because I mean, I, nothing really registered in my head to think that your hands are too fucking small for this pistol. <laughs> so the instructor was the one that yeah. pointed it out. And once the instructor pointed it out or whatever, he was like, "Oh, we need we need to try to figure something out because I can't give you another pistol. This is the one we use." They, don't, they only use the Glock. They don't use yeah the yeah the Glock twenty three. I bet they make a ladies' model. No, probably they do that with, with a lot of stuff. It's just a little bit smaller. Different handles. Yeah, yeah, they Shave. got some smaller ones, but I don't know how that work with the job and everything. And they're just gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Are you got you like Wells Fargo or something?" Fargo? What? I ain't in the code. It's motherfucking them bank, like those the bank loan motherfuckers that get out in the bulletproof fifty cent vests and they pick up the money. Man, this, I, this ain't no brink shit, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you do, motherfucker. You're in Houston. That's where all that money's at. Hey, hey, shh, shh. Don't be, don't be giving away my secrets. <laughs> no, it's a uh, federal no, security. Creeping on the low, low. Yeah, it's oh, okay. a, a federal security gig and everything. So I'll be like at the Social Security office oh, and so the FBI building and all kind of other bullshit. Yeah. Just hanging out, waiting on some shit to go down. Yeah, it go down in DMs too. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I can just see you like Major Pain. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna be uh. on the job. And you're gonna be eating. You're gonna be eating a rat on a knife in the corner. Talking about it's been two whole weeks since I killed me a man. Already, <laughs> I'm starting to get the itch. Randomly. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, man. I, like since I've been, I changed my diet and shit. Start, you know, cutting out the, all the junk food and shit. I didn't drop a whole bunch. Of, well, not a whole bunch, but like ten pounds almost. Yeah. And now uh, I'm already, yeah, I'm already naturally skinny and shit. So I need to put some muscle weight on me. You need to be, boy. You need to be. You need to be. Your little daughter's hamster. That's what's finna happen. You're gonna oh. be at work fucking just munching down. Like, ah! <laughs> Going caveman, waiting on some shit to go down. Hamster stew. Yeah, man. And that's like some of the horror stories that um, the dude's been telling us, man. Like, motherfuckers go to the Social Security office and trying to figure out why they ain't getting paid and shit, and then they start flipping shit. That's like, hey, man. Hey. Start tapping. Start a little tapping your holster. Hey. Uh uh-uh. Not today, boy. Not today. I wish they would have gave us a motherfucking taser, dog, because I'd just be walking around the social security line just randomly tapping people in the leg with it. <laughs> just zapping motherfuckers. Like, hey, man, yeah, I'm going to need you to help them. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Have you thought about doing anything like uh, doing jujitsu or any shit just to have some – I know you've probably done hand-to-hand shit with, with the military and stuff, but I know like uh, – yeah. You thought about yeah, like expanding yeah. on that at all? Maybe just so you could choke a motherfucker out if you had to. 
I did Taekwondo. I did whatever they did in the military. Then I, you know, the little foyer into wrestling. I, I learned a little bit of shit. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that close quarters combat. I'm sure it's, oh, it's from that bad. I've always been a firm you know believer of the Muay Thai clinch, man. That's a good one. You know, you just check that out. Knees and elbows, bro. If it comes down to a punching motherfucker in the throat. <laughs> man, you know what's funny about that? Um, the, like, the, I'm talking about the pro wrestling shit or whatever, right? Like, you got the guys that's uh, veterans, like the dude that uh, trained me. He's been wrestling for, like, over 10 years and all kind of shit like that. He was, talk, he was telling me about one time how he went to a bar. And like some shit really went down. He was throwing show punches and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, he's like and everything. Like he's like the dude who uh, like you know tried to swing on him, and he stepped back and he threw a show punch. And he, you know it snapped too. He was like, oh shit, this ain't the, you know. And then he started whipping his ass. Uh, <laughs> hey, did you saw uh, that picture I put up? I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan the other day, man. At the fucking yeah, the, dude, that was so crazy. He was on my, he was out in Missouri before I left for Texas. He's uh, not as big as I thought he would be, you know. Like standing next to him, I'm about as tall. He's about an inch taller than me, but that motherfucker got a noggin on him, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I always had to buy the large, extra large fitted hats. I got a fucking, I got a melon head. Me too. This motherfucker had my shit outshot by at least another two sizes. Ah. Caveman head, man. Cro-Magnum looking motherfucker. I shook his hands. He had them Bigfoot silver hands. I was just like, God damn, dog. That's weird, man. It's like he could shake your hand and somebody else's hand at the same time. I bet he could cover a Coke can. You know what I'm saying? Like if he grabbed a hold of it, I bet that you could you'd have a hard time seeing it with that big ass mitt. That's a big fucking hand, dude. Them fucking Billy Gun hands. <laughs> Jesus, it was uh, cool to see some in-house wrestling, man. I haven't done that in a while, so that's it's real nice, a little indie circuit shit. The the rings are really loud, you know, when they get into it. And this is a pretty good little set. They got some lights and shit. It ain't just some some complete bullshit. They did it. And the crowd goes wild. They did. I stepped in on the game. Utah just beat um, L.A. Utah, is it the Jazz? Yeah, Utah Jazz just beat uh, the Clippers. Uh, last second of the fourth quarter, it was freaking uh, wow. 90. What is this? I got to see. I got to go back into the crowd. There you go. 97, 95. <laughs> That's it. My mama in here flipping her shit again. <laughs> Man, I never get into the, the pro sports like that. I don't know if it's oh. just me, you know, like I can I, I watch the Super Bowl every year. But uh I do college college football. I'll watch college football. That's about it. It's more exciting, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not as I'm not as into sports as I used to be. I used to damn eat, breathe and shit that stuff. <laughs> I think it's I play I played football in high school, so I actually know the rules and actually have some experience with it. So I can find the interest in that. But like basketball, I was a fat white boy, and uh, I don't even know the rules to basketball. We played it in PE one time. A motherfucker fouled out in like a minute. I'm not even I'm not even bullshitting. I got like a traveling and up and down and fucking traveling. And it just I they said just. 
bro, go sit, go sit over there. You're cool. Take this ball and go bounce it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, in school, I was like, I was lazy, but at the same time, I like to play sports. It was just like I had a thing for organized stuff, which was weird because I went into the military. <laughs> right. Because, like, I, I love to play basketball, but I didn't want to be on nobody's team because I would have to go to practice and do all this other bullshit. I just wanted to play fucking basketball. And then now I'm, I didn't want to really play football, but I would go in the fucking street on the concrete and <laughs> play fucking football. Oh, yeah. That's real deal. I mean, be out I there always, in the fucking always, gravel patch. Yeah, I could always jump real high, and um, the lady tried to recruit me for uh, track so I can do the high jump and all kind of shit, but I didn't want to go to fucking practice. I just wanted to show up and do the shit. <laughs> that's that That's that. Uh, Bones Jones type shit. Yeah, you do look kind of linky, man. How tall are you? I'm just six foot. You six foot? What are you about, like 185 maybe? 88. You weigh less than me and you're taller than me? Fuck, man. Feel like Anderson Silva, you got that shit going on, huh? Man, that's what they used to call me, man. They say I look like that dude. I was like, I don't see it. Because I'm, oh, I'm black, you motherfucker. Yeah, because we got a big bald head and skinny and shit. Oh, lanky. You lanky, you motherfucker. <laughs> me, me, me and uh, your girl Foxy had that same conversation. I said, we all look alike. I said, y'all look alike to us, too. That's true, yeah. You, I bet you get called Darius Rucker a lot too, huh? Uh, man, I've heard, no, I've always heard. What, Especially if you're out in North Carolina, you know. I don't know if you ever go around there, but I know you you were there for a minute, so I didn't know if you had any family still. This this is all the things that I've heard in my life. Dave Chappelle, Chris uh-huh. Rock, Chris yep. Tucker, uh-huh. Anderson Silva, yep. Billy Blanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's because you a lanky, bald-headed black dude with a goatee with a milky chocolate demeanor. Man. <laughs> My buddy looks a lot like you. <laughs> but it's legit. You guys do kind of look alike. So, fuck off. He doesn't have a birthmark on his forehead, but he started going bald, so he shaved his head. Yeah. Bring your twins. I've had magic. Just just never ends. I do get jealous of both of y'all with your fucking face. All three of y'all with your facial hair, man. That's something I'm never going to have with this scar. This leg hair, it doesn't grow the same as face hair. <laughs> man, you should um, you go, you should go talk with them boys at, uh, at Bosley. You know what I do? Yeah, yeah, from my cat or uh, my... Yeah, I guess my calf, the side of my leg. Looks Sorry, like I, got I gotta shave my legs. <laughs> it's pretty fucked off, man, because it grows like leg hair, and you know oh, it's just not the same. And uh, at, at one time, dude, I would let this part of my my neck my neck beard grow out really long, and I tried to comb that shit up. Comb over. A comb under, man. It was, under, yeah. I was trying to rock it. The shit didn't work, man. It just hey, you got I can't it. cover that scar up. Well, man, I'm telling you, dog, you can probably go to Bosley and they can hook that shit up. And then, then it would be know, like growing grass. I'd be like having one patch on my face that grew hair like a motherfucker, and then the rest of it didn't grow for shit. It'd be like a chia pit. <laughs> It'd be a different <laughs> color. <laughs> <laughs> you say, man, just say you're trying to stand out and make a statement. 
They'll rub it. Having my mother, my motherfucking beer would look like Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Ooh, Tony yeah. had a good beard. If you, if you did have one in that was longer than another, you could probably braid that shit over and do a, a sew-in like the girls do. Yeah. yeah. You could do sewing beard. Yeah, it's kind of shaped. It's shaped like a like a football, like a diamond shape. You know, like I don't know. It would just look weird. I just have like a patch, like a cow or a little you, puppy you, dog. You can't grow on hair on, above that. What's well, like this? This area, this yeah. white part, the graph itself. Like this part, it'll grow, but it. You know, maybe the shock that I got to the skin, it doesn't seem to grow as good. Like over here, this shit will grow in pretty good, yeah. but uh. This side's all fucked. You grow it long enough, you won't even notice. I could just start shaving my head and like gluing that shit onto my face. <laughs> You're pee- oh man, you should they should they should have grabbed skin from um your pelvis reason because that shit grow like wildfire. That's just like you ain't you ain't lying. Then I would just have that weird cut on my fucking right on my my gunt, you know, down there by my fucking dick. Eh. Then that hair be curly and shit. You know what I could do? I don't know. Tony might not have this problem, but you might be a hairy motherfucker. Rob, yeah, uh, do, do you have the, the, the back patch? Your yeah, little fucking, your uh, tramp stamp of fucking hair? Oh, not on the bottom. It's just like I got a big-ass wolf patch on my right shoulder, dog. And it's, it's nowhere oh. else on my back except for my right shoulder. Dude, I got a motherfucking patch of hair right above my ass that looks like Randy Orton's tattoo. Like a big-ass <laughs> triangle of motherfucking hair. I need to tell him to take it from there and slap that shit on my face. Hell yeah. Might do that next time you go get an exam. Mm. Can you slap my pubes onto my face? Listen, bro, I'm trying to have a little bit more active growth. Can you help a brother out? Everybody's got a beard but me. I want it and I want it now. Oh, man. You should have got like some donor skin, get somebody of your similar complexion and just put it on there. You just, the only thing you had to do was make sure they had the same hair color. Yeah. Fuck around, be blonde. It's weird, too, because I don't know. Like, my beard hair will show up different colors. I, I get a little bit of a blonde hair here, gray hair, red hair. Like, it's it's weird. So, it's uh, a genetic trait. It's a genetic trait that uh, a lot of us share. It's I, I believe it was from Genghis Khan. That motherfucker, Genghis Khan. Yeah, a lot of people have orange. Like, I have orange and blonde in mine. Yeah. It's a sign of a direct link to the Khan. Nah, that's that bullshit. Y'all just been in the sun too long and got bleached. <laughs> I saw it. Mean, it's lighter when I go. Like, if I live in the sun, like when I was a kid, I would go to the beach or whatever, or be in the pool all summer, you know? My hair would start to turn blonde at the top. Oh, shit. Yeah, you get a good tan, Tony. Oh, I can have a black Yeah, I get real dark. Look, oh, you can't really tell. Let's see if you can. Yeah. That's man. See, I can't do it, man. I just I get the farmer's tan, you know, like my forearms are yeah, tan and my forehead. But uh, any my belly and my back, man, I'll just burn and burn and burn. It's fucking yeah, cause let it burn. Conditioned, your body hasn't been conditioned to uh, be resistant in those areas. Cause your body yeah. has certain resources, so it's only going to protect the areas that constantly see sunlight. 
Shit, I used—I was a fat kid. I didn't take my shirt off at all. I didn't take my shirt off in the shower some days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how it is, dude. You got that belly. Well, you might not know how it is. Well, and let me tell you, do the contrary to popular belief, uh, black people do burn. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't, I've heard that. Yeah, I don't think. Well, you think you're special? You don't get sunburn, bitch. Yeah, that's what everybody be saying. I'm you black. I ain't gonna get no sunburn. Bullshit. Yeah. Nah, fuck off. Hey, sunburn is universal. Well, that's the whole point of pigmentation. That's why black folks are black is because they're closer to the sun on the planet. So they what? Can't. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I'm closer to the the, the ozone you're genetic, layer. Man, you're genetic. <laughs> no, it means that your ancestors over time spent so much more time in the sun that eventually the skin tone darkened to uh, to help not burn so much. Well, I guess that was my daddy's side then, because my mama and them side is like white as paint. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how you got that 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 beautiful skin tone, Rob. You know, uh, lovely, lovely, lovely tone. <laughs> well, see, and okay, so, well, you just said it though, because you're you got a good complexion. You're not like real, real dark. You're you're a nice chocolatey brown, you know. I'm just so on one spot. Your milk chocolate. That's right. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is you said you you can get a sunburn, but you're also a little bit lighter skin. Like I wonder if like a darker, like I wonder if Wesley Snipes can get a fucking sunburn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just serious. I wonder, like, because you were just saying the pigmentation is what helps you not get a sunburn. So I wonder if, like, the darker you are, if it's a lot harder for you to get a sunburn. You know what I mean? Like, I bet Pharrell would burn like a motherfucker if he was out to the beach. Man, I went to I went to uh, San Diego. Um, I forget. I, I, it was in June or something like that. So I'm out there in San Huh? Why didn't you visit me? No, this was before I knew you. This was like years ago. Okay, all right. So okay. I'm out there. It's like trouble. Uh, it's like a 70, 70 degrees and shit. And I was out there to get my um my repel tower. Um, yeah, it was like to get my repel tower certificate and shit. So we was gonna be out there on um uh, MCRD San Diego to um, get to um, be on the rappel tower to learn how to um, tie up the system and the knots and all kind of bullshit. So I, I walk outside with my bald head. I said, man, feel good. I had a breeze from the ocean and shit. I was like, man, I don't need no sunblock. Yeah. Got up there on that tower for like two, three hours. Came home, went to the room. My shit was peeling off like a goddamn scratch-off ticket and shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I got the cancer. <laughs> I got the cancer. Take I remember in Orlando one time, I got like a second degree sunburn, like them shits where you get like blisters on your shoulders. Painful. Oof, I've, never had, one of them I've never had those experiences. I, I've only had like maybe one or two sunburns in my whole life. I just turn black, man. I just get dark. Like I'll feel my skin start to hurt, and I'll like get the like cocoa butter, and I'll just slather it on my skin and go to sleep. I'm, I'm in love with the cocoa. I'm in love with the cocoa. Yeah, he he start turning black and shit. He start drinking forties and watermelon <laughs> and shit. Boys get a little bit of bass and everything. Let's say it, boy. <laughs> Watermelon. What up, dude? I need to get some watermelon. I watermelon is delicious. Fuck what you heard. I drank some watermelon drink today. 
I was thinking about, uh, you know, you were talking about CBD earlier. Uh, Boys, the men, ABC, CBD. What? <laughs> no, uh, there's this shit I've been seeing on Twitter called Cloud9 uh, Syrup. Have y'all seen this shit? Yeah, basically, it's basically pro, pro dang, it's a pro dangazine. It's a, it's like a wannabe cough syrup cannabis thing, right? Well, it's, it that. says it's CBD. It's pressed with a couple different strains of, uh, of just, you know, hemp, I guess, instead of it's CBD oh. heavy, no THC, and then they cold press it, and yeah. then they put it in there. Because CBD is legal to ship, you know, it's not, not illegal. So, well, yeah, yeah apparently you mix it. Yeah, well... I got a podcast episode called Cloud Nine. You do have one. Um, that was something different, though, wasn't it? That wasn't like yeah. the, the people making syrup. Nah, it was about a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cloud strip, Nine. Uh, Cloud Nine. You talking about the weed or you talking about the titties? The titties. And yeah. I mean, it's best. probably a mixture of both in that establishment. <laughs> Maybe we just found that's a good topic, man. So uh, I've only ever been to one strip club. Oh, really? Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I set the bar real fucking high. Y'all been to a lot of titty bars, strip clubs? Yeah. Me and my old lady go well, well, a lot together. We, just, we like to judge the women and drink. <laughs> I've I've been to quite a few. I mean, it was just like I didn't do shit in my life until after my first divorce. Yeah. And hopefully that'll be my only divorce. I'm saying my first divorce like <laughs> I got another one. Uh but like I, I was I've always been the relationship dude or whatever. So after I got my divorce I was like, fuck it. I'm doing things. I started it's drinking. gonna get wacky. That's right. No, I'm with That's it man. I started, I started drinking for the first time and then I was like, fuck it. I, I got my own money now. I'm gonna go to a motherfucking strip club and make it rain. Yeah, every strip club that I went to was formatted and regimented or whatever. It was like, coming to the stage is Coco Brown. And she'd come up there, and she dance for two songs, and then she walk off the stage, and she might do a couple rounds of lap dances around the stage, which, you know, talk to you, even try to get some money out. You know how they do. Mm-hmm. And then um, once she get off the stage doing two songs, another girl, no, Sally, be I don't, I don't know, brown trousers. I don't know. And she come up there, she dance and do a two songs, and then she go off into the crowd and start talking to people, hanging out. So that's what I was used to for so long until one day in Hinesville, motherfucking Georgia. My, Georgia. Nephew, my nephew was like, hey, man, you want to go to strip club? I was like, yeah, no problem. Let's go to strip club. Georgia. So, <laughs> so we leave from Hinesville, Georgia. Uh, go up the couple, go up the road a couple miles, probably about ten, fifteen miles to this little bitty town called Midway, Georgia, which is not too far from Savannah, Georgia, and um, Midway. All that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Midway. It's Midway. Aha! See what you did there. Whole <laughs> <laughs> day through. So. I was uh, kind of skeptical at first because we was riding down this little bitty podunk road going to Midway, Georgia, hardly any street lights out there on this country road. And then there, it was like some dust till dawn shit. It was like this big. <laughs> With big, lights. Uh, yeah, like the distance. Like, what is yeah, that? It was just this big lit up sign and it had an arrow pointing left. And it was nothing but that 
lit up sign with an arrow pointing left. And I was like, <laughs> ass, titties, ass, titties, <laughs> ass, titties, big so booty bitches. <laughs> we turned left on this road behind the sign, and it was trees on either side of this one one stretch of road, and it was dark as shit. And I was right. like, in my head, I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, I used to beat his ass when we was little, so I'm thinking he's trying to get some payback. <laughs> so we go on down this windy road, and then it opens up at the end of the trees and everything, and there's this big building that looked like it used to be a restaurant, and it had the smoke coming out of the, bellowing out of the stack and everything. Sound like a, I'm telling you a creepy story and shit, but it's yeah, kind of like this, I'm, I'm in the car with you right now, man. This is, go, <laughs> keep going. So we circle, we circle around the parking lot and everything, and we parked. And just as I thought, it used to be a restaurant of some sort. So we walking up to the damn uh, door and everything. And soon as I opened the door and I crack it because the door came toward me and the wind <laughs> gusted into my face. And I got the first hint of vagina smell. I was like, hmm, it smells like cocoa butter in a bath and body works sweat it smells like it smells like that cheap ass fucking spray that body spray and body. sweat <laughs> <laughs> and to my surprise as soon as i cracked the seal of the entryway to my immediate left there was porno playing on the screen above my head <laughs> and then on the floor along the wall was Jordans, jerseys, CDs, DVDs. <laughs> and when you get halfway down the hall, you take a hard right, and there was a half door with a countertop, and you could order chicken, fish plates, and all kind of other bullshit. I was like, I knew this was a restaurant. This used to be a restaurant. <laughs> so, always thinking about full time. So no offense, Rob, but was this a black strip club or was this just like a universal strip club? It was a universally black strip club. Okay, I got you. Well, I'm, you know, that's a real, that's a real thing, dog. You know, fucking everybody can go, but sometimes it's just the dancers and the clientele. It's you'll get an all black strip club, which I'm fine with. I ain't got no problem. Okay, so. You go, you continue down the end of this hallway and there's a door and then you walk through the door and to your immediate right is the men's room, the women's room and the ATM between both doors. And then that's it. There's a counter. They got a couple of drinks up in there and there was another door in the far left corner of the room. And I'm like, all right, where the bitches at? Yeah. What's up? He was like, nah, man, we got it. This way you get your change and all kind of stuff like this. And I thought, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. No problem. So. Me living the regimented and formatted life of the strip club that I was used to in Jacksonville, North Carolina. I went up to the counter, handed the lady ten dollars, and I was like, "Just give me some ones, because what we are used to in the regimented and formatted state of strip clubs uh -huh. is you can watch all the bitches strip from the bar. Yeah. You can just sit at a table in the middle of the, uh, you know, the thing and not really have to give the girl that's on stage any money if you don't want to. Right. So. Literally just a watching. It's yeah, a viewing you pleasure. Watch. That's it. So I go up to the thing. I give her the $10 and she give me the stank look like I got a penis growing on my forehead or something. <laughs> like I should be stripping or some shit. She's like, uh, what's this? 
What the fuck you mean? What is this? It's ten dollars. Ten dollars? <laughs> Don't you know what money look like? So my nephew, I look over at my nephew and he's like, he pulling out this wad of fucking ones and tens and twenties and all kinds of shit. He's like, oh yeah, man, you gotta have forty dollars in your hand at all times. So it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. This is high rollers. I was like, uh, you could have elaborated, man. Uh, I was like, give me some money until I can... Yeah, don't make me look like an yeah. asshole, bro. I would have had a talk yeah. with him. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, give me some, give me a couple... Give me, I just grabbed a wad of his money. I was like, give me some of this yeah. shit. I can take young blood, give me a motherfucking wad. <laughs> so we walked through the, the door that was in the far left corner in the back of the room that we were previously in. And when you come through, it was another room... And to the left of the room was a, in a, to my immediate left in the corner was like a big booth with a table in the middle. So you could kind of like sit in there with a couple of people and drink and all kind of stuff. Then they had a little over to the right of that on the long left wall, a whole bunch of stalls with curtains. And I'm like, okay, private dancers, got you. Yeah, I got what's you. happening over there. Okay, cool. And then, you know, you can see the DJ booth over on the right side wall and all the way in the back on the right corner was a door with a burly man standing there which I assume is security. So security had to be so I'm like, all right, where the bitches? And he's like, Yeah, through that door right there. I was like, All right, no problem. And I'm just casually walking through the door. Dude put his hand on my chest. Yeah. Dude put his hand on my chest was like, Hold up, dog. He's like, What the fuck you mean hold up? Put your hands on me like that. Come on, man. Like this is like hot alpha deployment and shit, so I think I'm tough shit. And you got testosterone and adrenaline pumping through your veins at that moment. You're like, listen, bro, there's two things finna happen. <laughs> you better get you your my hands, hands up your off ass. me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, where your $40? I was like, shit, motherfucker, right here. Here's my $40. Look, see, money. I all just slapped him in the face with it. <laughs> so now, here we are. We at the precipice of uh, what I think is going to be regimented and formatted like I've been used to for so long. I done been through a lot of bullshit. I done walked through a long hallway with pussy smell and fish dinner plates and no, leg ju- clothes and all kind of other Being bullshit. Judged. Like a motherfucking, like a guard, like a bomb sniffing dog, but a stank sniffing. You were on the trail. You said, listen, I know it's here. Where's Where are these ladies? Show it to me. All right, so here we are. We're at the door. I show him the money. He cracked the door open. A ray of sunlight comes out, and I walk in. Cloud of smoke dissipates, and I'm looking around the room, and I'm like, what the fuck? So here's what I see. This long rectangular room, and all along the wall, around through the length of the room, is like school desk, like, you know, the chair shit that you sit on with the arm that come down yeah. so you can write notes on and listen to the teaching shit. School desk, just like yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> and there was no stage, oh, no stage. That's... It was just like a walkway, like how you go to see a fashion show and the bitches come down. She stand at the end, she turn around and she walk back. It was a runway. And it had to be every stripper that worked in that club, in that room, butt-ass naked. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Time out. Fucking $40 for an orgy? These are the joys I was looking for. 
Definitely so, the droids I was looking for. So like every, any kind of body type you can think of. It was like big up top, little on the bottom, or big down bottom, little up top, or little all around, or big all around. Just bigger up your pretty face. Yeah. All colors of the spectrum from it was the ice cream shop. Like, yeah. So I'm just like There's so okay. many flavors. So I just my nephew he disappeared. I don't know where he went. He just got lost in the crowd of tits and ass. And I just fuck it. I didn't know what to do. So I just sat down. As soon as I sat down, uh this light skinned Puerto Rican girl come up to me and she sit on my lap, butt naked by the way. Really? And I was like, Oh, you gonna stain my pants. Hey. Hey. So what is she this? <laughs> so she doing her show and tell and everything, clapping it in my face and all kind of stuff. And then she takes a chair and she pulls it behind her because she's sitting on my lap facing me. And she lay back on the chair. She cock her legs back behind her head. And she take a dollar that I threw on her ever so graciously. And she rolled it up like she was about to snort some coke. But she shoved it inside her lady part. And then she worked it all the way out with her lady muscles. And she took it and stuck it in her mouth and pulled it out. I was like, oh, take the rest of my $40. <laughs> you can have all these folded out here. So after this, she walked away with all the money that I just threw on her. Like everything that I had from my nephew and whatever I had, I just gave to her. The first one. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> so I, I, I fucking hand and elbow through all the, all the women and everything like a zombie movie. Get away from me, bitch. I'm like, move, move. I ain't got no money. Uh, I find my nephew. I was like, hey. I'll be right back. I'm about to go to the ATM. I'll be back. <laughs> I said, if, if you get lost or something, shoot a flare up. I'll find you. <laughs> so I go back out to the lounge, and I, I pull some money out the ATM. I took out $500. Not, not, not quite that much. I just let's not get carried away. <laughs> so I take some money out the ATM. I go back in there. You know, I slapped the guard in the face with my forty dollars. <laughs> and I walk back in. Round two. And this time, you know, before I can even get to a chair, there's like more people done gotten there. And this girl, she was doing a little routine in front of the dude, and she like was all right. He's sitting down in the chair. She bent over at the waist, put her head between his legs, and did like a flip up handstand type deal so her ass was in his face and she was like kind of arching that shit in his face and everything and he just started eating her ass and vagina and I was like okay uh, uh, that. you like groceries Ooh. I was like oh like the groceries that was, that was even before that term was popular <laughs> I, was, I was like he just tossing the salad there you go that was more common kind of term then <laughs> Ooh. So I sit down in a chair, and these two petite young ladies started battling to get to my lap. I mean, it's like they went in a sprint from the left and the right side and met up in the middle, and they kind of collapsed into my lap. So I got you, Rob, sitting off in the corner, got hoes flogging like birds, hopping all over him and shit. So it was like a trap. So it was like they, you know, after they collided in each other and fell on me, it was like they was kind of trying to fight each other off a little bit but then they kind of like got into it then they was like all on each other like kissing and they all on my lap I'm like oh oh and then one grabbed my hand and put it on the titty then the other one grabbed my hand and put it on the butt and they doing gyrations and stuff and I was like 
I, I pulled him close to me and I, I whispered in the ear. Like, Jesus Christ. No, no. Uh, this is what I whispered in the ear. I pulled him close. I was like, you got both of my hands. I can't tip you. <laughs> 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 so they, um, I throw some money off to the left and one of them kind of like went off after the money. Like I threw a whole handful of coins or some shit in the Great Depression. So she scurry off and go chase the money. So I'm left one-on-one with the one girl. So she doing things and whatnot. And she like tried to jack me off through my clothes. So yeah. Like, yeah. Take the rest That's of my money. That's a pro move. <laughs> so I was like, here's some money. And um, I was going back to the lobby again to get some more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And one of them followed me out, and she was like grabbing on me, trying to kiss on me with a Hennessy breath. And I was like, "Oh, hold on, it's not that I don't even like Hennessy." <laughs> and she's like, "You gonna come back to me?" I was like, "Okay, this is like some color purple type shit." <laughs> like, you come back to me? You use mine? <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be back." And I just like I went and got some more money and I duck and dodged the should have went home after that. Yeah, I no, no, but it I didn't. Had you had to go and slap that motherfucker in the face with forty more dollars and go yeah, inside. Just, at this time, it was just my pass to get in the room so I can go find my nephew. I was like, "Here, slap, slap, forty dollars." And I walk in there, I was like, "You buy rentals for comedy." <laughs> <laughs> and so he in there, this big, the biggest, thickest one up in there, like. She just like slamming on his lap, making his legs buckle and shit, and the chair just sliding all <laughs> over the floor and shit. That's funny. And he's like, I'm like, dog. He's like, man, I just been telling them all night that my dick don't get hard, and they just been wearing me out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So we left, and I was fortunate enough to have uh, my girlfriend at the time was there, and I was like, hey, I done seen all manner of things unto pertaining, and I'm about to unleash my aggressions out on you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Gotta get four after this dick. Yeah. All the things I wanted to do to him, I'm going to do to you. Now turn around, stick your legs behind your head, and stick this dollar. Take this dollar. <laughs> stick this dollar up that. That's so a that dirty was, bitch shit right there, man. A dollar. Yeah. So that was like the most culturish, shockish strip club experience I've ever had. And I'm pretty sure there were probably some other ones that I could have went on that would have topped that. But I would never forget that one. I got Because it. it was probably like the best one. I got but two. the worst one, the worst one, I got my dick bit. And I bled a little. And I didn't like it. <laughs> just a little bit. I wanted to punch that bitch in the mouth. And it was just like... I couldn't do that because, like, the the security guard seen my face and the way my fist clenched up, and he was kind of, like, making a beeline to me. So I just took, like, my 2 $3, and I threw it on over to the left, and she went chase after it, like, some crumbs or whatever. And I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> I guess that was, like, a signature move or something, but she bit down a little too hard. I guess, it, I don't know, she didn't know what the girth her ratio was or whatever, her force <laughs> of the bite. I don't know. <laughs> she bit me on my penis. But the way I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I'm serious, dog. I wanted to punch it. That was the first time I ever wanted to physically assault a woman. I probably would have just on an instinct. Like you bite, you bite the dick. You catching at least a, a left. I'm I'm right handed. You know what I'm saying. So I, you're at least gonna catch a little bit of a jab. I would have yeah, watched. 
I'd have been like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> <laughs> no. How far is like it? Like all going? that bonus. <laughs> you bit my penis. You're about to die. <laughs> my podcast was dope. It was dope. It was with this chick. It was uh, at this place called Flesh. It, it used to be full nude. Now, like almost all the all the places here have to be topless only if they sell alcohol. But yeah. My, yeah. Man, that was the most amazing lap dance I ever got in my goddamn life. That, that bitch, she was like wearing leather BDSM type outfit, fake pit, like pussy. Fucking like slamming her pussy on me and just getting her pussy all up in my face like this. I didn't lick it. Wanted to. I had this urge, but my brain was like, don't fight it. But like I said, you can't be licking anything in a strip club, though. No, no. I had to fight it. I had to fight it. But uh, that was back when, like, she asked me if I want to go in the back, and that's back when they they were fucking people in the back. Before it got shut down because they were fucking people in the back. I didn't take that chance because I was poor. Right. Yeah. Another time in Mexico, went to Tijuana. Oh, oh shit. yeah, you seen the donkey? Here it nah. goes. Uh, <laughs> we you had like on some King Mikhail shit. Forty-five oh, bucks. Forty-five bucks. Got my dick sucked and all that stuff. You see booty Condoms were no, they were not. That was probably extra. I was not into the booty play until I was married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess whenever you get married, all bets are off, man. Because, I mean, if you can't do that with your loved one, then what can you do, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what's up. I think it's like a scale. It's like every couple of years you pick up different levels, like Xbox achievements. <laughs> Dude, I'm... Like five year, ten years, it's like, boop. I'm so high. I'm, I'm so high on that scale, dude. My pervert scale is retarded. I've been like high, like weed, everything. Like, why don't we try this? <laughs> that seems like it'd be fun. All right, let's do I it. Feel you. How long have you been with your your lady, Tony? My current lady, um, been together officially about three years. We broke up off and on a bunch of times, but uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you know. I've known her since she was a freshman or a sophomore in high school, and I was a senior. So you got some some years in there. But this, she's not even my wife. This one, um, I was married to my other high school sweetheart, middle school sweetheart, sweetheart, off and on throughout the years, and uh, yeah. married and we got divorced almost immediately. Been uh, <laughs> there. Yeah. Fucking yeah, man. No, that's crazy, man. Like. uh I've been with my wife for a while, and I mean, it's, you know, some of the stuff, it took a while to to work in, but I, we both kind of came to the realization that, yeah, dude, this, this is it, so I guess if there's anything on the table, it at least needs to go on the table. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. to be open and honest and talk about anything and everything. I mean, right. life with somebody, you might as well, right? Well, and that's yeah. what we're around to it's like hey I, I'll say just about anything to her now cause it's like what's the worst yeah. that's gonna happen you might get mad bitch we're fucking poor <laughs> you got debt you divorce me you ain't gonna do shit but go away with half the debt some yeah. lawyer fees yeah go ahead divorce me and we, and we got a baby like this is gonna be crazy so you might as well just sit here and listen to what the fuck I'm saying and I'll do the same for you yeah. especially if you're young see that's the problem nowadays everybody wanna get at it young we we don't know shit. We don't know shit. We still don't know shit. Yeah, no. Trying to start families and shit. 
I yeah. met my wife when I was 22, and then we got married when I was 27, and so I'm okay. 30 now. 27. We didn't we didn't have a baby till we were together um, about seven years. So we did good, you know. I've always been real careful, man. That was one of the things uh, when I was younger. I really didn't want to take that chance. So I've always been real good about strapping up. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I mean, that's the only thing. That, I mean, that was like, that's the only thing I, I wish on my kids because, like, man, I had my, my first two right out of high school. So 16 years in the military, they've been with me my whole career. and shit. they never known me not to be in the military, yeah. <laughs> you know. Even the baby, the last six years of it, they never know me not to be in the military and shit. Now, like, here we are almost, what, three, four years later, the older two will be out the freaking house, and I'll be stuck with this damn little one till like, 2028. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Man. that's all that I, 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 I wish for them. I mean, I don't care if they get kids and all kind of stuff. I just don't want them to have them now. You know, yeah. and I kind of feel I kind of feel that that we on the same page because they see what their mom go through, not like the woman that I'm married to now. That's not their mom, but like their biological mom. With uh, me, me and her had her first two kids. Now she has three other kids. You know, so she got five kids in total with three different dudes. And they, see, and they see the bullshit that she go through and all the shit that she put them through as a result of, you know, yeah. her decisions and everything. Right. So my oldest one see that. My son, he really don't give a shit about too much of nothing. Like, he kind of like me. Like, if some shit, some tough shit happened to him, it'll, it'll hit, hurt, hit him a little bit for, like, maybe a day. And then the next day, he's like, he done forgot about the shit and on to the next thing. Yeah, he's resilient. That's that's yeah. good, man. That's a good fucking quality. Yeah, and, I mean, that's good and bad on my standpoint as a parent because, like, I can whip his ass. And then he like he was, and then the next day he done forgot about it and on to some next shit, right? So now I got yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you better so get fucked up daily. Different. Yeah, I got a damn. He's resilient, but he can't damn sit in that electric chair position for more than an hour though. I know that much. <laughs> I fuck him up. <laughs> it's funny, man. Uh, it's crazy, you know. I've just got this one now, and I, you know, like I said, I waited till I was almost thirty. So uh, I can't imagine having a baby, being younger, and trying to work and do that shit. Like this shit is hard, man. I only got one. You know, you guys are fucking champs. <laughs> Life, gotta do it. Got to do it. Damn it! I, yeah, I mean, if, the if things, things I would do for. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, if the things didn't go the way they went with me, like, I had my first kid. That was, like, despite how young I was and how dumb I was, it was a planned thing. I was on top of it. I was like, you want to have my baby? And she's like, yeah. And it was like some baby boy shit. <laughs> Jesus. So it happened. It was going to happen, uh, regardless of the fact of the situation. But hadn't I joined the military right after that, and had 9-11 happen, happen, my son wouldn't have been here. Because that was the only reason he was born, because 9-11 happened. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to go to war. I might die, and I want to have a son before I go. So that's how my son got here. <laughs> yeah. Trying to carry out your bloodline just in case. Calling but, I mean, but that's the thing, though. I really didn't need to do that because my daddy got 18 kids on his side of the family, and my mama got six on hers. So the bloodline was going to live on. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I got nieces and nephews that's older than me with kids almost my age. <laughs> so crazy, man. Your family tree it is one of them giant-ass Louisiana oak trees just hanging and banging and fucking there's branches. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for me, for my mental sake, I was like, I need a son before I die, and let's get this over with. <laughs> and then now I'm Fast forward eight years after the fact, you know, I get divorced from my first wife, and then eight years later, I meet Mrs. B. Rob, and here we are, probably two years into marriage, which was funny because I called the shot. I did some Babe Ruth shit. We started dating. Yeah. And I was like, I was really feeling that and everything, like with my hands and penis and all kind of stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I'm feeling hey. you right now. I was like, hey, in two years, because I, I just wanted to test well, see what her mind was at. I was like, in two years, will you have my baby? And she's like, what makes you think we're going to be together in two years? I was like, bitch, just answer the question. And I said so. <laughs> and, she's, and, like, she, and she told me this many times. She only said, yeah, because, I mean, she, didn't, she can't predict the future. She's like, I don't even know if we're going to be together. Because initially, I started off as a booty call for Mrs. B-Rod. Yeah, yeah. So how it happens, man. You got caught in the trap. <laughs> yeah. So two years later, we wind up, well, not even two years later, but uh, maybe three or four months after that initial thought, we wind up married. And then about a year or two later, right on the dime, she got pregnant. <laughs> Bam. You Rob, just calling the shots, man. Just calling the shots. Just like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. All right. Something fucking happen. Yeah, and then like, I, I really, I forgot about it. I know I said it, but I wasn't really thinking about it. I wasn't sitting there. I was like, all right, in two more weeks, two years exactly, and skeet, 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 there it is. That's the secret, man. You did the secret thing. You put it out there, bro. You put it out there in the universe, and then the fucking universe is like, I see it. I got it. I got you. All right, bam, done. And then that's what happened, man. You put it out there. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, I put it in there. That's right. <laughs> See, you said it was all with the skeet, skeet, skeet. Let's be honest. It was more like skeet, ski, sk, ski. <laughs> uh, it, was like, it was more like ski. Ah! You only get one good skeet, man. It's one good skeet, and then the rest are just kind of skis and ski, 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 ski. Yeah, pretty soon it's just, a, it's just like an S. <laughs> If you're getting skeet, 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 you need to be working on some shit a little more often, bro. <laughs> Probably a hyper guy. Oh, shit. Man, well, guys, it's been real cool sitting here chatting with you motherfuckers. I think I'm going to go crawl off into my bed and see uh, what I can get into with this Easter shit tomorrow. I got this whole family coming to hang out. So, man, I, you kind of you kind of uh, left turn stiff on me there. You was like, I'm about to crawl in this bed and see what I can get into. And then you added <laughs> Easter shit on there. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> I got good defense, bro. Hey, Rob, mine's still in the gutter. Jedi mind fuck. Hey, man, my mind stay there. Lives, right? yeah. It's bad, right? Isn't it crazy how the shit just happens all the time? Like, I can't, half the shit that goes through my brain, I have to keep in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My wife would hit me with her motherfucking shoe. She just hit me right in the face. Well, Pat, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, because like me, like me and Jody B, kind of like in the same mind frame most of the time. It's like I always got to say some innuendo type shit, and like so if bad. I hear like key phrases or some shit, I got to break into a song with those key phrases in it or whatever. It's, it's like, real bad. Yeah. Like a motherfucker be like, man, it's going down. I was like, it's going down in the DM, and I got to sing some shit, you know? Yep. It's going. It's down. it's. I can't even help it anymore, Rob. Like, I don't know if it's just the shit is, is overflowing my brain now, but when I hear things or I hear song lyrics, just like you, I got to sing that shit. Like, I ain't got a choice. <laughs> it's like a fucking Tourette syndrome. I've been whittling. Like well, that's not bad. Is that a, is that a piece? It's a joint holder. I knew it. Nice. <laughs> How about to say, is that a piece? I made it out of a James block. <laughs> I was oh, telling my wife today, I think I'm going to get one of those giant-ass Jangas for the backyard. Oh, that shit looks so much like if you're fucked up. That shit looks like fun, dude. Right? Well, I just, I've got the room for it. I'm going to get some 4 by 4 posts and just make a big-ass Jenga pile. See, I can't get around that when I'm lit, dog. I'll be like fucking three-point stands to try to football tackle the Jenga pile. I get around, fucking get mad and set that shit on fire. Just fuck this game, I quit. Turn into a bonfire. That's right. Good well, shit, guys. Like I said, if you want to cut it off, I guess we can get it together. And uh, I appreciate y'all coming. Uh, that was cool. Uh, hopefully, I'll get this out by the end of the week. I think we should be able to get it put together. Yep. All right. Fuck it, A. Yeah, man. Like I said, y'all have a happy Easter and shit. You know, fucking hopefully everybody makes it out okay, all fingers and toes. And yeah, yeah. Um, don't drink too much and drive anywhere. Stay at your motherfucking house and get hammered if you want to. Stay home. Yeah. Call your ass a Uber. Thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Y'all take it easy. All right, dude. All right. Yeah. Boom.